0: There are three elements of true thanksgiving. Today, it's a time to thank God. We are thankful. Are we thankful? Let's hear it. We are thankful, truly. We're still around. The psalmist writes, he says, For you have made me rejoice, Lord, by what you have done. I will shout for joy because of the works of your hands. This is Psalm 92, 4. And I thought of leaving few words with you and I want to give a title to my little preach here. We are thankful. I don't think there is a better title than that. Thirty years ago, the first element of thanksgiving is remembering what God has done. Thirty years ago, we claimed the words found in Nehemiah, chapter 2, verse 20. The God of heaven will give us success, and we, his servants, will arise and build. Today, after thirty years of growth by his grace we can say with Nehemiah, the enemies heard. They lost their confidence for they recognized that this work has been accomplished with the help of our God. As we look back over the years, we realize that only God's presence sustained this work and we gladly shout to God be the glory, great things He has done. His mighty and Hand has accomplished the work during these years. He is the architect, founder, cornerstone, and builder of this church established for the redeemed. Without his help, this place would have never been a meeting place such as this one. This is one of his many miracles you heard of this morning, rather, this afternoon. And it is marvelous in our eyes. It is his church that he bought with his own blood to glorify his name. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Didn't he promise saying, I'll never leave you nor forsake you? Yes, God is always greater than his promises. He does not only fulfill his promises, he over them. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. The second element of thanksgiving is telling others about it. We said first, remembering what God has done. Second, telling others about it. Through God and merited grace, we became the church we are today. Not as the result of any effort, ability, intelligent choice, or act of service on our part. No. However, out of gratitude for his goodness and loving kindness, we are here and we will continue to work, help, and serve others as long as we shall live. This is a promise I'll make to you. Kindness, love, and gentleness with respect to all. our motto. We preach God's gospel, which is true in its source, pure in its motive, and dependable in its method. This will continue, should we still be around for the next 30 years. And our testimony shall always be, come and see Jesus, as the Samaritan woman testified to all the people of Samaria. Come and see a man. Who told me all the things that I have done. This is not the Christ. Is it? Our utmost desire. As an established church now in this valley. Is to lead a divine life. Manifested in the energy of the Holy Spirit. Thus winning souls for the Lord Jesus Christ. For we are not saved merely. For our own benefit. But to serve Christ by guiding others and helping them to obtain salvation. For we believe now is all the time we have. We must use this time wisely. Redeeming the time as the Bible says. For the days are evil and they are evil. We have a great story to tell. Jesus says, This is our story. And we are licensed and empowered to broadcast it to the whole world to build up the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. Mind you, we realize our infirmities and frailties. And that is not in our own strength that we are here, not at all, but with one voice filled with admiration and gratitude. We place the stone of help here and we say thus far, the Lord has helped us. The third and last element in thanksgiving. Don't give up. Don't give up. Ahead there are temptations to overcome. Disappointments to handle. Personal sins that beset us. Burdens that depress us. And Satan is standing by using his powers and urging that we quit trying. But wait. Christ is present. Consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you may not grow weary and lose heart. Dag Hammarskjöld, he died before most of you were born. He was the Secretary General of the United Nations in the 60s. Once wrote, when the morning's freshness has been replaced by the weariness of the midday, when the leg muscles quiver under the strain, the climb seems endless, and suddenly nothing will go quite as you wish. It is then that you must not hesitate, that you must keep on going on. He was unwilling to give up. He refused to quit. Today we are truly encouraged and challenged as we hear the words of God to Joshua only be strong and very courageous. Why? For the hosts of Satan are committed to hinder and obstruct the work of Christ and to knock the individual soldier out of combat. In vain they try. Relax dear Christian. For we are continually strengthened in the Lord and in the boundless resources of his might. Someone asked James Corbett, at the time heavyweight champion of the world, what was the most important thing a man must do to become a champion? He replied, fight one more round. Did you hear that? Fight one more round. The Duke of Wellington said that the British soldiers at the Battle of Waterloo were not any braver than Napoleon's soldiers, but they were brave for five minutes longer. Persistence is the key. And by the, the grace of God, we persisted in spite of all discouragements. Someone said, nothing in the world, including talent, genius, and education can take the place of persistence. Now, what's ahead? Fight just one more round. Be brave for five more minutes. It is the difference between defeat and victory. And at the end of the day, you will be able to say, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race and I have won the crown. Soon our eyes shall see him coming on the clouds and we shall meet him in the air. But until then, let us not lose heart and let us not be weary in well doing for in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Instead, let us tune our ears and our hearts to His encouraging voice, commanding us to go therefore and make disciples. This is the challenge, church. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them To observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you. Always. I am with you. Always. Even to the end of the age. We will not be intimidated. Yes, church? Or discouraged. We will not give up. We will not quit. And we will persevere by the grace of God knowing that he who began a good work in us all will perfect it until the day of Christ. Amen. Amen. Happy 30th. Let's bow our heads. Lord, dismiss us with your blessing. And we thank you for allowing us to give you all the praise and glory. If there was anything that took away from Your glory and your praise, we put it at your feet and commit ourselves as a church. And with our friends, we say, Lord, may your hand be with us. May your face guide us. May your Holy Spirit be our guide until the day we meet you face to face. Bless this congregation and thank you for the opportunity. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen.